Penn State is dealing with some financial woes, and research shows early COVID-19 vaccines were pretty effective. Welcome to The Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you. It is Tuesday, January 23rd, and this is being recorded at 9.23 a.m. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories together. Well, Penn State plans to cut the budgets of many of its colleges and campuses in an upcoming fiscal year. And Danahy is with our friends at WPSU and State College and has the details for you. Pointing to the headwinds in higher education and flat state funding, Penn State President Neely Bendapudi says the university is facing ongoing fiscal challenges. We are facing a budget deficit that we must overcome. These are not one-time challenges or situations that are going to go away. In a pre-recorded message, Ben Deputy notes that overall enrollment at the Commonwealth campuses has gone down 20 percent since 2016. Now, at University Park, student interest in some programs has declined, and Ben Deputy says they'll need to take a hard look at those programs, infrastructure, and operations. Budget reductions listed for colleges and campuses for the 2026 fiscal year vary, with many colleges and units slated for 4 or 5% cuts. The Commonwealth campuses are listed as seeing a 14% cut. Researchers at the University of Pennsylvania wanted to know the real-world effectiveness, safety, and durability of the first COVID-19 vaccines given to adolescents and children early on in the pandemic. Nicole Leonard with our friends at WHYY in Philadelphia takes a look now at the findings they published in a national study of 250,000 patients. Data shows those initial COVID-19 vaccines for adolescents and children were up to 98 percent effective in preventing infection and severe illness during the Delta variant and up to 86 percent effective against the Omicron variant. Pediatrician Dr. Christopher Forrest and his research colleagues also investigated potential risks of heart complications. And what we found is that the children who were not vaccinated were at much greater risk for cardiac effects. That would be inflammation of the heart from the SARS-CoV-2 virus. So vaccination was actually very effective and safe, in particular with respect to cardiac effects. The vaccines were already proven safe and effective in clinical trials, but those were done in tightly controlled environments with fewer people. Forrest hopes these large-scale studies of vaccination campaigns can help improve our understanding of vaccination and address lingering concerns. The Pennsylvania primary is set for April 23rd in Pennsylvania, but those voting by mail have a few extra steps they have to take. My colleague Ben Wasserstein reports voters need to register and apply before receiving their ballot. Those who register now will be registered for the rest of the year. The last day to register to vote in the primary is April 8th, and the last day to apply for a mail-in ballot is April 16th. Chris Backman is director of elections in Dauphin County. He says voters should try to get their ballots early. Now, we encourage all voters to apply before then to to ensure that there's no delays in us being able to process their ballot and for them to receive it. Now, you can register online, by mail, or at certain government agencies, such as PennDOT. If you don't wish to use the Postal Service, you can drop off your ballot, and you can find a location to do so or register to vote by visiting vote.pa.gov. Just a reminder now that you can check out the morning agenda in any of the spots where you find your favorite podcasts on the WITF YouTube channel or on the NPR One app. 
So when I got into the office this morning, I checked out about a dozen news sites from across central Pennsylvania looking for a few stories to pass along to you. So here they are. Authorities have identified three people killed in a Lebanon County house fire as two adults and a seven-year-old girl. The fire occurred early Sunday in North Londonderry Township. 87-year-old Paul Garman, 60-year-old Cynthia Weatherholtz, and 7-year-old Christy Doherty died in the fire. The causes of death are being investigated and autopsies are planned for later today. The state police fire marshal's office is investigating the cause of the blaze. The NRA's annual Great American Outdoor Show is set to open its doors in Harrisburg next month. But the organization has announced a presidential forum will be held for the first time this year at the event. And former President Donald Trump is scheduled to be the keynote speaker on February 9th. Now, the group did not say if former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley or Democratic President Joe Biden will be invited to speak. The nine-day event will be held at the Farm Show Complex February 3rd through the 11th and is billed as the world's largest outdoors show. And as we wind down today's edition of The Morning Agenda, just want to remind you to check out our monthly Spotify playlist. It's called The Morning Agenda Song of the Day, January 2024. Give it a listen, give it a like, and also check out my pick for today. It's Let's Groove from Earth, Wind, and Fire. And that is going to do it for The Morning Agenda. It is a daily news podcast from WITF, where the only agenda is you. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today. Your company is always appreciated and never taken for granted. So be well, enjoy the rest of the day, and we'll talk again tomorrow.